Moed Katan, Perek Gimam Mishnah Tet. The Mishnah continues to discuss laws of funerals that take place on special days. Barashi Chodashim, Vachanukah, Vaporim, Ma'anot, Umatap Chot. On Rosh Chodesh, Chanukah, Porim, women can engage in the type of chanting called Inoi and clap their hands in grief. Now, Rosh Chodesh Chanukah and Purim are treated like holidays in certain respects, but not to the extent of Cholom Word. This can be seen from the fact that even the labors prohibited on Cholom Word are permitted on these days. They are therefore treated less stringently with regards to the laws of mourning as well. Now, Bazel Vazel, Loma Kolonot, but both on this occasion, as in Cholom Word, and the other occasions, Rosh Chodesh Chanukah and Purim, they may not engage in the type of chanting called Kina, because it's more intense expression of grief than Inoi and even clapping. Now, Nikban Hamet, Loma Anot, Loma Tabachot, once the deceased have been buried, they can neither chant nor clap in grief either on Rosh Chodesh, Hanukkah and Purim. The most intensive period of grief is up until the burial. The sages therefore permitted these expressions of grief up until that point. Once the dead has been buried, all these expressions of mourning are prohibited even on Rosh, Hanukkah, Rosh Chodesh, Hanukkah and Purim and certainly on Hanukkah. Now, Ezehu Inoi, what is Inoi? That is, what type of funeral chant is permitted on Rosh Chodesh, Hanukkah and Purim? Shekulan Onot Kechat, when all of the women chant together. Kina, what then is Kina? That is, what type of funeral chant is forbidden on these days? Shechat Medaberet Vechulan Onot Achareha, when one woman speaks and all the others respond after her. Shunem, as it says in Yirmiyah, Velam Dena, Benotechen, Nehi Isha Ru'utah Kina, and teach your daughters a lament, and each woman shall teach her friend the skill of Kina. Now we're going to end the Masechta with a positive thought. But concerning the future, the Torah says, the Tanakh says here in Yeshaya, Bila Hamavet Lanetzach Umacha Hashem Elokim, Dima Me'al Kopanim, death will be eliminated further, and Hashem Elokim will erase tears from all faces. Thus, is in the world to come, death will be abolished, and the people will live forever. And that concludes Masechet Moed Katan. We will now start Masechet Chagiga, Perek Aleph, Mishnah Aleph. Everyone is obligated to appear before God in the temple on the three pilgrimage festivals. So this is Pesach, Sukkot and Shavuot, which are known as the Shalosh Regalim, the three pilgrimage festivals. Chutz, Mecheresh, Shoteh, Vekatan, except for a deaf, mute and insane person and a minor, because these people are not legally responsible for their actions and are therefore exempt from all mitzvot. And because a deaf person as well as mute are specifically excluded by the Torah from this obligation. Now, deaf mute is considered by the sages to be mentally incompetent. He is therefore always grouped together with the range of manners as one of those who are not legally responsible. The Gemara, however, derives from a scriptural link, which is a Gezerah Shavah, to another law that even a person who is only deaf or mute is also exempt from the mitzvah to appear in the temple, even though they are legally responsible. Now, a katan, a minor, um, a ch- boy under the age of bar mitzvah, a child below this age is not obligated to perform mitzvahs. However, once they are old enough to begin doing a mitzvah, the father is obligated to train them to do it. The, mitzvah, the mishnah will define the age of training for this mitzvah. So we see these three people, these three categories of people are exempt. Now, the tumtum, the androgynos, the nashim, the avadim, rarim. Now, also exempt are people of undetermined gender, a hermaphrodite. So the tumtum is a person whose gender cannot be known because a membrane covers their genital area, making it impossible to see if they are male or female. A hermaphrodite is a person born with both male and female genitalia. Women and slaves who have not been free because the obligation to appear before God was said only for males, and these people are either female, partially female, possibly female, subject only to the laws that apply to females. Now, the Torah explicitly says that the Mitzvah of Re'iyah applies to Kol Zuchurecha, all your menfolk. This excludes not only women, but also those who are not fully or definitely male, such as the hermaphrodites, who's partially female, or the Tumtum, who's not definitely male. Now, Ever Kana'anim, owned by Kananite slaves, owned by Jews, are considered partially Jewish until they are freed. Um, 
but they, they are obligated to keep its parts, but only those that women must keep. Since women are exempt from this laws, so too are Canaanite slaves, even the males. Now, um Hachiger, lame person, Vahasuma, blind person, Vahachole, a sick person, Vahazaken, an elderly person, Umish, Eno Yechol, Alabaraglava, one who's unable to go up to the temple by feet, by foot, are also, um, Patsor also exempt. Why? Because obligations of people for God in the temple courtyard requires a person to go by foot. And these people have difficulty do, doing, doing so either because they are handicapped, sick, elderly, or too delicate. Now, the Torah refers to these festivals as Shalosh Regalim, three legs. This implies that only those who are able to go by foot are obligated to do this mitzvah. Now, Ezehu Katan, who is the man? Who's the Katan who's Patsor from praying in the Beth Amikdash, even with their father? Um... So Kol Sheinu Yachol Lirkov Al Ketifav Shelaviv Vlaalot Mirushalayim Laharabayt Divrei Bet Shemai. Any child who cannot ride on their father's shoulders and go up with him from Yerushalayim to Harabayt. Um, so if the child is so young that they complain about having to ride on their father's shoulders for this length of time, they are below the age of training for this mitzvah. These are the words of Bet Shemai. But Bet Hillel says, no, any child who cannot hold her father's hand and go with, or go with him by foot from Mishlan to, to Harabayat, as it says, three pilgrimage festival, which implies that one must walk, must be able must be able to walk to the Beth HaMikdash, to the Azara, since even an adult who cannot walk up is a pator, a child who cannot walk up, even holding their father's hand, is not yet old enough to be trained to do this mitzvah. So according to Bet Hillel, a father is not obligated to train his son to perform the mitzvah unless he can teach him to do it as an adult would do it. Therefore, a child who cannot walk to Harabayat, he cannot walk up Harabayat to the courtyard, cannot be trained to do this mitzvah as an adult would do it. Have a great day.